When the fall live drive continues, we'll join hosts Karen Gibas and Todd Tobin at the Black Hill State University Newman Center in Spearfish, South Dakota. They'll visit with Father Mark Horn and Clark and Kathy Sowers. We'd like to thank Northern Hills Sod Farm, Western Applicating Services, Mustard Seed Catholic Store, and Mel's Auto Body for helping sponsor these next two hours. All this and much more up next. This live drive broadcast is brought to you in part by Northern Hills Sod Farm in Whitewood, South Dakota. Online at northernhillsodfarm.com. Our family-owned business encourages you to take the opportunity to pray for our priests daily. Personally, offer encouragement and thank them for their dedication and efforts. Mary, Queen of the Clergy, pray for us and obtain for us numerous and holy priests. Northern Hills Sod Farm is a proud sponsor of the fall live drive broadcast from Rapid City and Spearfish on the Real Presence Radio Network. If you have pastures, you probably have the rodents to go along with them. But before you stress over this nuisance, there's help. Western Applicating Services is a licensed and insured family-owned company specializing in prairie dog bait application and sales. They sell verminator gopher machines and can put products for prairie dog and gopher control and will deliver right to your door. For more information, you can call 605-390-3200 or visit westernapplicating.com. Western Applicating Services, improving pastures through efficient rodent control. One of the great programs we bring you on the RPR Network is Open Line, a question and answer show with different guests throughout the week. Here's a short clip. Okay, now we can deal with questions. All right, so first of all, we have an email from Bryce in Griswold, Connecticut. It says, Father, in the Gospel, there are numerous times Jesus rebuked the demons as not to tell people who he was. Obviously, this is for us to know Jesus as the Son of God. As Peter did, my question is, during the temptation in the desert, did Satan know uh, he was tempting? Did he know Jesus was the Son of God and the one who will not serve? Um, or was Satan just super prideful? Are there any books or writings on this subject? I don't know any particular books. Very topical question for the last couple of days in the daily readings. Yes. I don't know of any particular books on that topic. Um, but a couple things. Uh, Satan says to him, if you are the son of God, then throw yourself down. Um, this indicates that he was well aware of who he was up against. Um, But that doesn't take away from him being super prideful. So don't underestimate that either. Um, As far as uh, the, the reason for Jesus to tell the demons not to say who he was, and also, to keep in mind this, uh, to tell people whom he cures of various diseases not to say anything about it. Why is that? Well, when you look, there is one time that somebody proclaims that Jesus is the Son of God and he is not silenced. Peter. No. He's told, he's, when Peter says, you are the Christ and the living God, he says, don't tell this to anybody until the Son of Man is glorified. So that's not it. Who else? Dun, dun, dun. I give. Okay, it's the centurion at the cross mm. who says that, gee, truly, this, this one is was, the Son of God. Well, he was dead. Well, but this is one of the points of why mention that 
after all of those silencings because the essence of understanding Jesus as the Son of God become man is on the cross. That's where you can proclaim him as Son of God. The miracles are evidence, but they're not the primary proof the way the death and resurrection is. And so this is something that uh, is very important for uh, understanding who Jesus is. And uh, that is especially clear in the Gospel according to St. Mark. (coughs) He structures the Gospel to bring out that point. So that's what's going on there. That was a short segment of Open Line, heard weekday afternoons at 2 Central, made possible by your generous support of Real Presence Radio. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store has gifts to choose from, including saint medals, crucifix necklaces, rosaries, holy cards, wall art, and mystic monk coffee. The Mustard Seed is open Monday through Friday from 9.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and 10 to 4 on Sundays. Located at 708 St. Joseph Street in downtown Rapid City and can be contacted by calling 605-348-5228. Mustard Seed is a proud sponsor of the Fall Live Drive broadcast from Rapid City and Spearfish on the Real Presence Radio Network. A new era of customer service has arrived. Hi, this is Kevin Rohrbach. Bell's Auto Body has been delivering quality auto repair and customer service since 1985. Now we've brought that same quality and service to our new West Rapid City location. Introducing Mel's Auto Body West at 3340 West Chicago. With one standard of service, two locations, under the big red M, Mel has you covered from east to west. Online at melsautobody.com. Quality and service first. Yes, and we're wrapping up uh, this uh, hour uh, in uh, Napoleon, North Dakota at St. Philip Neary Church. Uh, Thank you to all the donors that have called in these last two hours as we broadcasted from uh, Napoleon, North Dakota. Uh, Father, thank you again for the invitation, and we have a couple more donors that we have to thank. Yes, we'd like to thank Diane listening in today in Rapid City with her donation. And we have a shout-out to the deacons from the Diocese of Fargo who all contributed and pooled together for their nice little donation. And the diocesan deacon community is on retreat in Valley City, and they have come together. It's great to see them working together. Isn't that nice? Yes. Isn't it beautiful when people work together for the common good of all? Yes. Thank you, deacons. And again, uh, thank you, Father Neil, for the uh, opportunity to be here in Napoleon. And thank you to Real Presence Radio for considering Napoleon. uh, You know, to stop down here to make this a part of the, the live drive, we appreciate it. You know, the people in the community have been very excited. They've been looking forward. We did Facebook posts. We did bulletin blurbs. We did. And just to try to get that word out. And I believe the people are very generous who have responded. Amen. And, you know, thanks to all who have called in, not just from Napoleon, but, you know, whether you're listening in South Dakota, North Dakota, Minnesota, um, you could even get into Montana, technically, I'm sure, and into Wisconsin, and even down to Iowa. So, you know, great listeners, great time, and hopefully we can make this work again. Amen. And uh, it's my pleasure now to hand the mic off to my good friends down in Spearfish, the energetic, 
couple uh, that you'll ever going to meet, uh, Todd Tobin and Karen Gibis. Good luck. <laughs> hey, thanks, Mike, and thanks, Father Pfeiffer, for everything that you guys have been doing this afternoon. I am here at the Newman Center on Spearfish and with Todd Tobin, and we Hello. are looking for a great afternoon. Mike, you guys did a great job on the previous segment. Thanks for the super handoff. It's a beautiful day in Spearfish this afternoon. The birds are chirping, some of the leaves are turning, and uh, we're just grateful to be alive here in Spearfish at the Black Hills State University, pretty much brand new Newman Center. That's great. And to open up our hour, we have one of the missionaries here from the Newman Center, Sarah. Would you like to introduce yourself and get us started? Yes, so as mentioned, my name is Sarah Kanopic, and I'm from Kildare, North Dakota, and I'm serving as a focused missionary at Black Hill State University in Spearfish. Thank you. Welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Let's start in a prayer. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Dios te salve María, llena eres de gracia, el Señor es contigo. Bendita tú eres entre todas las mujeres, y bendito es el fruto de tu vientre, Jesús. Santa María, Madre de Dios, ruega por nosotros los pecadores, ahora y en la hora de nuestra muerte. Amén. En el nombre del Padre, y del Hijo, y del Espíritu Santo. Amén. It was absolutely beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. And I like how you say North Dakota. When I <laughs> lived out in the different parts of the country and the world, I'd meet somebody from this part of the country, and they you could tell they were from here when they'd say North or South Dakota. They, we, we leave the th off of it, so it's fantastic. <laughs> it's good to be home. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> What's the difference between that and Minnesota? Minnesota. Yes. <laughs> All right, thank you so much, Sarah. <laughs> Uh, well, now here we are at our first hour here in Spearfish, and are you ready for this, Todd? I believe I'm ready, Karen. Are you, do you think I'm ready? I think we're ready okay. to hear the sponsors <laughs> for this broadcast. This is going to be great. Go ahead, Eli. <laughs> Thanks, Karen. Quite a buildup there. Just wanted to remind people that today's live drive broadcast on the Real Presence Radio Network is brought to you in part by Mustard Seed. Mustard Seed has gifts to choose from, including saint medals, crucifix necklaces, rosaries, holy cards, plus wall art. They're located at 708 St. Joseph Street in downtown Rapid City. And today's live drive broadcast on the Real Presence Radio Network is also brought to you in part by Mel's Auto Body. Mel's Auto Body has one standard of service, but they now have two locations. Mel's Auto Body West at 3340 West Chicago joins the South Valley Drive location. Located under the Big Red M, Mel's has you covered from east to west. We thank them and all the sponsors of the Real Presence Radio Network. Karen? Awesome. Thanks to all those great sponsors. You know, before we get started, I know I'm going to forget unless I say, hey, thanks to all the volunteers taking the phone calls. And if you want to keep those volunteers busy, give them a call at 877-795-0122. Let's get this hour started off with a couple of beautiful gifts. But here's the great thing. All of these gifts that you call in with, big, little, in between. I, I heard one of them um, the, the duo from Grand Forks were talking about the hobbits, the ones that call in with the, there's no gift is too small, just little gifts. And so the hobbits need to call in. I love that. I was like, yeah, I want to be a hobbit. So thank you to everyone who's going to be calling in. Hobbit or apostle or archangel or any of them. But before we get 
too excited about those gifts. We have a bunch of gifts that have been collected ahead of time, and those gifts will be matched dollar for dollar for everything that everyone calls in with. And that's up to $8,000. Yep, up to $8,000 to right. make our entire hour worth $16,000, which is incredible. I can't wait to see it. So $16,000 is our goal, and we can do it together. Yep. Todd, do you want to go ahead and read some of those gifts that Absolutely. were given? Absolutely. Some of the amazing gifts that have been so far contributed to the, our campaign is from Michael and Nancy from Spearfish, and Francis from Rapid City, Terry and Jackie from Hermosa, Father Timothy Castor from Sturgis, Tom and Lori from, um, and I'm eyesight, nearsighted here, um, they are from St. Bernard's in Belfield, North Dakota. And Deb from Fargo, we'd like to thank you very much uh, in loving memory of your parents for your donation. Uh, Glenn and Nancy LaFour, in memory of Nancy's father, Larry, Leffer, excuse me, and um, Linda and Larry pronounced Philkowski from Dickinson in honor of Linda's mother, Marion, and uh, for the memory of Linda's father, Kenneth. Jeff and Len, we would like to also to acknowledge your gift and loving memory of Len's mom, Victoria. John and Cecile Clark from Fargo, we would very much like to thank you for your gift and in thanksgiving to God and their family. And we also had an anonymous gift. So if you do want to contribute and would prefer to remain anonymous, by all means, we'll take as much humility in this world as we can get. And thank you very much for those who have chosen to share their names so that others know that they can. Yes, that's great. Thank you all of all of our donors to get us started. And, and you know, we have a wonderful guest in studio with us today. <laughs> He is the most energetic priest, I would bet, in all of Rapid City Diocese. <laughs> I have told my kids numerous times, pray for him, that he keeps this zeal and this fire going, because he's amazing. So without further you know, ado, you know, we have Father Mark Horn, who is joining us today. Hi, Father. Great to be with you. Hello, Father. How you doing? I'm doing good. Why? What have you heard? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep that to myself. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful day. It's uh, I had to drive up from Hill City to here, uh, coming through the beautiful Black Hills. Uh, I got to watch out for those cyclists. They're they're out there enjoying the beautiful weather as well. In force, yes. And it's so uh, been an awesome summer. All the rain, how green it is. Yeah, we're very very blessed. Wonderful. For those that may not know, uh, Father Mark, uh, Father Mark Horn is our. Um, covers our Latin uh, community, especially in his parish in Hill City. And uh, beautiful, beautiful bilingual mass. I attended it for the first time this past Saturday. And I have to say, Father, I was quite impressed with your grasp of speaking Spanish. Thank you. That was very impressive. Thank you. Yeah, they've been very, very patient with me, I think. Uh, <laughs> over this last year, it's gotten better. So I look to continue that. Well, you can do better than I can. My kids say, Mom, count to one to ten in Spanish, and I barely can make that well, happen. Well, Sarah here was praying in Spanish. I thought that was beautiful. She said Hail Mary beautiful. in Spanish. Yeah. So. It was beautiful. So, Father, you're from Burke, South Dakota. Yep. Could you tell us a little bit about your upbringing there, and uh, maybe uh, your direction is how you stumbled along to find your way into the amazing priesthood? Yeah, amen. Yeah, Burke is, for those of you who don't know, South Central South Dakota. Um Home of the Burke Stampede, Ro Stampede Rodeo. Uh, what else are we known for? Um, great football. Um, 
uh, was once of the Burke Bulldogs, now South Central Cougars. Um, so I, I grew up grew up there playing um, sports in, in, in Burke. Um, I grew up on a farm about three miles west of Burke on Highway 18. and So farming and ranching is kind of my, my family's background. Uh, Mom and Dad still uh, run the ranch there. Um, and I'm, I'm number four of five kids uh, and just had a really great upbringing definitely a farm boy at heart and even though God's called me to, to care for a different not really a flock a different herd I guess I, I don't really know uh, shepherds as well but um, <laughs> we, we ran black Angus cattle so uh, I, I, I use those analogies uh, kind of have to switch Jesus analogies in the gospel over to cattle so um, so yeah uh, working hard growing up and playing sports that's that's well, what led to the priesthood. That's well. Before we get to that, what okay. kind of sports did you play? Oh, sure. Uh, well, and my most important question is: Were you any good at them? <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll let the opponents decide okay. that. <laughs> um, I thought I was pretty good. Uh, well, football, of course, uh, in my humble opinion, is the greatest sport of all time. Um, and uh, also played basketball. I ran track. I played baseball up until uh, about middle school. I uh, I guess I tried rodeo, a junior rodeo once. I got thrown off a heifer, like a one-year-old heifer, and stepped on my back, and I kind of hung up, hung it up from there. So <laughs> I am not I am not a cowboy. <laughs> I cannot claim that. Um, and yeah, those those are the main sports. Awesome, great, yeah. thank you. So you didn't answer the question. Were you any good? <laughs> yes. Okay. Good. Good. Super. Actually, I've heard that you were very good, so I appreciate your humility. I, I do look forward to, uh, actually, the men in black basketball game coming yeah. up in January or yeah. February, whenever yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, that's not what the St. Thomas More Cavalier team says. They say that you're just one of the regular priests that they're going to beat every year or so. Yeah. yeah. The, tra- the trash talk has started already. All right. I'm ready. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Well, we have our first gift, and this is a great gift. Linda from Watford City, North Dakota, just gave at the Apostle level. Wow. Thank you, Linda. Yay. She's giving in memory of her mom, Bonnie, and also in memory of Cora Wagner. Thank you so much, Linda, for your gift. If you'd like to join Linda in giving a gift to us, Call 877-795-0122. You can also get online at yourcatholicradiostation.com and give online that way. It's easy, it's quick, and you can just go about the rest of your day now. One of the beautiful things of a simple gift that we can have is a sacrificial manner, but we can give up a $2 cup of coffee just one time per week, and that totals, if my math is done right, I have to take my shoes off here, hang on will be over $100, and that's a, and a beautiful gift that we can yep. give in the form of either pledge or other. And so uh, the simplest of sacrifices that we can give, and we have to remember that why we're here, because of Christ's sacrifice for us. It isn't too much to ask for the beautiful way of being able to share and give back, much like the woman in the temple that was giving all, where there was others there that could have given a lot more. And so any and all sizes of gifts really make a huge difference, especially when we think that they won't, because they do. What is Real Presence Radio? It brings our Catholic way of life into this amazing, blossoming approach to helping us better understand the gifts to be able to meet the pastors and the clergy that lead us and the laity and all of the richness of our faith. That's why we give and that's why we're here. 
That's great. And it's so easy too. I mean, honestly, if you can, you feel like this is a worthwhile cause. You know that we're going to have quality programming on, that souls are going to be touched. And all it took was just that couple dollars giving up of your coffee. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's wonderful. That's right. The most important thing we can do as Catholics is the Mass. That is the most important thing. The Eucharist is the most important part of the Mass. And that simple clarity and all things that we do lead to that. And all of our ministries serve that. And we're so grateful to have the priests that we do and the deacons and all of those uh, in the laity and the ministers that serve to make everything happen on a Sunday or a Saturday in Mass. And if I can just add right right there, too, like uh, just knowing from uh, the farm life, there are a lot of farmers out there and ranchers that listen to the radio all day long. And if they're tuning into this, this is a great opportunity to stay involved with their faith as they're working. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is a great gift. Yeah. Father, would you continue on maybe sharing a little bit more about yourself and, and as a, before I interrupted you and you're moving towards your direction with the priesthood? Sure, yeah. Um, so, right, the, the priesthood was, was never, never really on my mind uh, until my senior year in high school because I, I just, uh, being brought up Catholic, uh, it just never got, the idea of a vocation really wasn't presented. Uh, but then... It was uh, really through a, a conversion that happened to Christ, uh, to Jesus Christ personally, especially in his presence in the Eucharist, that changed uh, my my whole practice of my faith, being raised a cradle Catholic. We did what Catholics do. Uh, Mom did a great job raising us, uh, and Dad supported her 100%. Uh, but it was this year, this summer, uh, right before my senior year in high school, uh, that... Um, my mom, God bless her heart, forced me to go on a retreat that I did not want to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so she said I was going, so I had to go. And Dad said you had to go, so I had to go. So <laughs> I went on the Steubenville retreat, which was in the Twin Cities in Minnesota. Nice. And um, through a lot of people God put in my life, just helped me to actually just quit being kind of a, a punk about it and to just open my heart to receiving whatever God wanted to give at that retreat and mm, is really du during uh, Eucharistic adoration that uh, what I always believed was Jesus in the Eucharist um, was actually placed on the altar in a, what's called a monstrance and in a, in a form of prayer called adoration, which I had never experienced up to that time in my life. And so uh, the speaker, I remember just inviting all of us, all high school youth, to uh, open our hearts, perhaps in ways we never yet opened our heart to Christ in our lives, especially in areas of woundedness or, or need healing. And I had a few of those. Um, and so for the first time, I really just said, okay, Lord, if you're real, um, I know the ways I'm trying to make myself happy in life or not. Um, and I opened my heart to him. And um, really two things happened. Uh, made me... Um, very aware of his personal presence there, kind of really charged my conscience to to face some of the the sins I was kind of pushing aside, um, but at the same time gave me a sense of being loved, and um, despite my sins, despite you know how I totally disregarded what he suffered on the cross for us, and all that just came crashing down in one moment, and I just was put in in a pool of tears, mm -hmm. and uh, but at the same time with hope. And so that led me to go to confession, and I just let everything out. And the, that led to a, a moral conversion, saying, okay, I need to change the way I'm living my life because two things are certain now. God is real. Everything that I, I thought I believed, I really do believe. Uh, he's present here in the Eucharist. And number two, he loves me, and, and I don't deserve it. 
And so that just raised the question for me, what am I going to do about this? And that led into my senior year of high school of just, um, and I was also getting confirmed that year. So I, um, I really started diving into our Catholic faith and asking hard questions about, you know, where does this come from? Where do we get this? Why do we have to confess our sins? Where do the sacraments come from? Where's, how do we know the Bible's inerrant, et cetera, et cetera. And that led to really, by the time I was confirmed in the spring, I was just sold. I was like, I want to be not, not only Catholic by name, I want to live this, I want to be a Catholic man, living integratively my faith with all I have. And um, priesthood never actually came up until that point. That's when I started wondering and asking God, you know, in my conversations with my friends, you know, uh, after football games or basketball games on bus rides back, we kind of get in little, little debates with some of my non-Catholic friends. And, uh, you know, just kind of, starting for the first time really defend my faith and actually explain it to others and evangelize. And I started realizing I'm really on fire about this, but no one else really, really cares. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, so, and that's when I started asking God, why me? What's so, I mean, there's nothing special about me, but why do I have this burning desire to know you and to, and to help other people to know you? And not so many, it, it's not all that common. Uh, and so that's why I started wondering, shoot, are you calling me <laughs> to follow you in a different way? Uh, and that, I kind of left that as an open question. And uh, if you fast forward through college, went to Brookings, South Dakota State University. I uh, was dating a young young lady at that time. And, you know, everything was in my life just pointing up, pointing towards, you know, getting a degree, possibly being an engineer, uh, wanting to get married, uh, have a family, and, and you know, be, be a faithful Catholic man. Uh, and all through that, slowly but surely, the Lord kept on pulling at my heart towards this other way of following Him. And um, that's when I started seeing the writing on the wall. And I don't know if, it, if, if, if you guys have ever had this experience of just being so in love with the Lord in prayer that you make these wild statements such as, Lord, I'll, I'll give you anything. I'll even break up with my girlfriend <laughs> if you want me to follow you in a different way. And then immediately I regretted it because I knew he would hold his end of the deal. And so um, from that moment on, the poll was like, yeah, I do want you. Would you Would you give me everything, Mark? And I wanted to, but at the same time I didn't want to because I, I didn't want to give up what I thought was my was going to make me happy through marriage. Um, and that just eventually, through a good spiritual direction, our Newman Center cha- uh, chaplain, Father Paul Rutten, uh, was at, Br- at Brookings at the time. He helped me a lot just by going through confession. I, I got good spiritual direction from him and helped me to discern, you know, when the Lord was pulling my heart in a period of peace and prayer and attracting me to uh, the call that he had for me, that if, he, if he's calling me to something, he's not going to make me miserable. And I don't need to fear and so that led to the tough decision to break up and then um, eventually uh, join the seminary. Um, That's beautiful. We are with Father Mark Horn of the Diocese of Rapid City. And uh, for if you're just joining us, uh, he has been sharing with us uh, his amazing journey uh, towards the uh, priesthood. And we are at a live drive today, if you're just joining us, uh, Real Presence Radio. We are at the Black Hills State University Newman Center. I'm Todd Tobin. I'm with the Diocese of Rapid City, and I'm with Karen, who is with Real Presence Radio. And we are uh, today, very importantly, 
taking on a critical task, and uh, we'd like to ask that you call 877-795-0122 and help us with our pledge goal of 650000 which we have needs for to continue carrying this amazing Catholic message throughout our listening area. Well, let's send it back to Eli for some sponsors, because, you know, we have to we have to give our credit where credit is due right now. Alrighty, thanks, Karen. Today's Live Drive broadcast on the Real Presence Radio Network is brought to you in part by Northern Hills Sod Farm in Whitewood, South Dakota. Our family-owned business encourages you to take the opportunity to pray for our priests daily, personally offer encouragement, and thank them for their dedication and efforts. We can be reached online at northernhillsodfarm.com. And today's Live Drive broadcast on the Real Presence Radio Network is also brought to you in part by Western Applicating Services, selling kaput products for Prairie Dog and Gopher Control. They can be contacted at 605-390-3200 or online at westernapplicating.com. We thank all of those sponsors and all of our sponsors that sponsor this, this great network, your family of faith and hope. Karen? Awesome. We have some more gifts that came in, Todd. I think we better make them known. We have Carla from Mandan, North Dakota, gave a great gift in memory of her husband, Myron. And thank you, Carla. We appreciate that. Yay, Carla. Also, Pauline from Rapid City gave a gift in memory of her husband, Bill. Thank you, Pauline, for that generous gift. And Valeria in Flasher, North Dakota, in honor of her father, Joseph. Thank you for that gift as well. We are well on our way to meeting our goal, but we need a few more people to step up. I always say, okay, so the Archangel level is 5,000 and plus. And I always say, can we get like, you know, St. Gabriel, St. Michael, St. Raphael. You know, let's just get all three of them covered. Someone call in and, and give us a couple maybe three, maybe four Archangel gifts. That'd be great. The Apostle level, if you want to hear the drum roll again, the Apostle level is a $1,000 gift. And that's a little more than a $2 coffee a week, but not outside of someone's budget right now. The Disciple level is $500. We have Messenger level at $360 or $30 a month. That's a dollar a day. I think that's well worth the programming you receive from Real Presence Radio. Amen. And our goal this hour is $16,000. And we have an amazing matching grant of $8,000. And yep. So, so every time you're putting in, your grant is being matched up to $8,000 to help us reach our goal. So any amount that you can contribute is so greatly appreciated and needed for the continued operations of Real Presence Radio. Yep, that's great. And, you know, I just have to throw out this question to Father. What's your favorite program on Real Presence Radio? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, Loaded question, eh? Uh-huh. You know, I, I, I never pay attention Stumped to the, the names of them, but it's, it's, it's when they invite, invite all callers. Um, Same. Yep. Yeah. And, and they're a- answering questions. I, and it, it, I'm, as a priest, going through my mind, just like, how would I answer that? <laughs> yeah. I suppose it's different than the rest of us listening, going, oh, that's a great question. I'm glad they asked. I can imagine as that. As I'm driving, it's like, write that down. Oh, sure. I can't write that down. <laughs> <laughs> remember the hour. That This makes up a good point. You can remember the hour that you were listening and get on the podcast oh, and re-listen. I did not know that. There you go. Get the app on your phone. Okay. And there are so many amazing programs that uh, are brought to the listening public that are produced our own in the mornings from Real Presence Radio. Uh, yes, yes. And then, uh, of course, the EWTN and all of their amazing programming that is brought. Mm. None of this is just free. Uh, we have to pay for things to, in order to make that happen. But when we look at really what we get out of Call to Communion with Dr. Dr. David Anyer, 
Anders, or in the uh, uh, Catholic Answers Live. I mean, just to listen to those guys two hours a day and, and gals that participate in that program have enriched my faith mm. and so many other. We in our Returning Catholics program in my parish, without exception, all that have been returning to and participating in have said that they mm. became alive again and interested again through listening to the programming on Real Presence Radio. So it has a tremendous impact in our community, and that is why we have to support it, and we are listener-supported. Hmm. And, and I, I'll just piggyback off of that. I have, you know, when, when I was in Spearfish in 2015, and now that I'm in Hill City, um, it's quite frequent as a priest. I hear someone telling, and I, I ask them, you know, so what, what's, what's brought you back? And they say, well, I just listen on the radio one day. It's like, gosh, that whatever that guy is talking about sounds Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, turn, I tune in. And it's like, oh, my gosh, I never knew that. Yeah. And then eventually, maybe a year later, they start coming back. Yeah. So it's beautiful. When I lived on the West Coast, people would say when I told them I was Catholic, and they said, are you even Christian? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. And I remember coming from this part of the world, I thought, what do you mean? That's the dumbest question I've ever heard. But to so many of the listening public in the Protestant world that does not understand, we are the ones that started this amazing thing. Right. We are the church that Jesus Christ founded. And fortunately, we have uh, the uh, all these different avenues that we can help bring this message forward to help people understand and find their way home. Mm-hmm. And uh, Finding Their Way Home is another program uh, called Our Journey Home yeah. with uh, Marcus Grodi, which is another amazing way of yeah. people telling their stories. So it all has to take place in a, f- in a venue that is uh, costs some money, and we need help to keep all that great programming going. Amen. So why don't you guys give a call to 877-795-0122. Father, is gonna be so, Father Malloy is going to be so proud of me. I have yet to mess the number up. <laughs> I think. Oh, my goodness. Someone's getting all these calls. Yeah, yeah. I, that's exactly it. How come we're not getting any calls during straight talk? Because Karen's giving the wrong number again. Oh, so, yeah, we, we, you know, we have so much fun in the mornings when we do Real Presence Live yeah. from Rapid City that it, it kind of feels like if I wish you guys could all see the backs, like the background stuff that goes on when we're at breaks. I mean, we're just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We kind of pick on each other. I can and, imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Father is just, he's a phenomenal guy. He is. He is and so. for those that may not know, Father Michael Malloy in the Diocese of Rapid City is our diocesan administrator as we are in between bishops at this time. Our Bishop Bruce was reassigned to the Diocese of Saginaw. And uh, Father Michael Malloy is a high-energy priest, and uh, in the chancery where my office is located, it's fun to hear him sing as he goes up and down <laughs> between the copy machine and his office, That's whatever the tune is, and he brings a tremendous amount of joy, as does the the, the, the programming on Real Presence Radio brings joy to our lives. Yeah, that's great. Well, we probably should go back to our guest. Yes. So, Father, I have a question. Did you have anybody along the way, family, friends, or clergy, that uh, maybe asked the question, would you be interested in becoming a priest or saying you'd mm. make a great priest? Was mm. there any encouragement from other people? Yeah. The Well, I, I will say the one thing that didn't work <laughs> okay. was the... the, the in our little catechism room, there's a, a, a poster on, on the wall that said, is God calling you to become a priest? And there's like these cards underneath that you can sign up for one. And I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, how do you know what he does? Um, but no, the, the, the one who really, I say the first priest that inspired me to really think seriously about it was actually Father Brian Christensen from our diocese. He's the, oh, yeah, right. the rector yeah. of the cathedral right now. Uh, he was then the pastor of uh, St. 
John the Evangelist. Am I getting that right? In Fort Pierre. Um, yeah, the, yeah. Yes, the yeah, Fort Pierre Parish. Right. Yep. And actually, I got in contact with him through my girlfriend at the time, oh, strangely boy. enough. <laughs> yeah. Providence. And because um, I was sharing with her about what was going on in my heart. Yeah. And we're just, and from there, she's like, you know, you should talk to my pastor because he has an interesting story. As Father Brian does, you know, he's was a, a bomber pilot. I think he was getting close to marriage at a certain point in his life. And anyways, she had heard that. So she's like, you should talk to him. So she gave me his number and I called him up one night. I remember, I'll never forget, you know, it was probably a two hour conversation because I just opened up to him what was going on in my life. So he kind of shared his story and kind of just listened well and gave me tips. And I really appreciate because it, it was very helpful to discerning God's call. And, but after that, I was like, okay, I got this under control. I'll figure this out on my own. That's kind of how our, the yeah. Horn family is. Like, yeah. we, I don't need someone to, to lead me through it. I can do it myself. But he wouldn't quit calling or just inviting me to come to this seminary and come and see weekend or come and do this. And I'm just like, uh, I just I asked you for advice once. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd email me. And so, I mean, uh, I think he knows this by now, but I had to block him for a little bit. <laughs> Oh my goodness! So, so what you're saying is, is that you know he he was just that little cricket that never quit yeah. chirping in your back. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. So, okay, now as the crickets are chirping, it's time to call in. That was very good, by the way. Father yeah. Mark did that cricket chirp. So. Oh my goodness! Yes, Father. Yes, he is very talented. A man of many talents. Uh, uh, Father Hofer would be proud of me. Yeah. Well, guys, it's time to call in and give give a donation. 877-795-0122 or online at yourcatholicradiostation.com. If you enjoy listening during the day, whatever the program is, and you think, well, you know, I, I don't know, maybe I can't afford it, uh, or maybe that uh, I just don't have time, you know, it is so important that whatever the amount to call, just call now. You will be so grateful that you did. Your blessing will help so many different things take place and exist in the Real Presence Radio well, Network. And don't forget, every dollar is matched. So if you call That's in right. with a $5 gift, it becomes 10 If you call in with a $1,000 gift, it becomes 2000 That's right. Every dollar for dollar up to $8,000 gets matched but you know wouldn't it be great if we could match all eight thousand dollars yes and then somebody calls in with another gift and we blow past our yeah our hours we want to we're competing with the previous hosts and we want to make sure we 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 do uh, yeah do our part so so. so mike is my boss oh so wouldn't that be great (laughs) i think that'd be great we can do it yeah Yeah, we can do it we can do it in fact we have a gift here we have Peter and Sharon gave a gift from right here in Spearfish. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Peter Sharon. and Sharon. Yay! Yay! They gave in memory of Virginia Henry. So oh, God rest her. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. That's very well, generous. Well, Father, from your journey off of the farm to college and then to... We're moving in the direction of you taking... Well, actually, I had to block a priest following you for a while. <laughs> I then came crawling back and, and to then him. Ca- then came crawling back. He had a message that had some depth and weight, didn't he? Uh, yeah, it, it definitely did. And it was, um, But he, we hit, because he was our vocations director at the time, I knew that if I was going to certain priesthood, I had to go back through him again. So <laughs> I remember the one Beautiful. night... Uh, from Brookings calling him and say, Father, I think God's calling me to become a priest. And he's like, I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so got the ball rolling. And yeah, uh, I uh, did, at that point, my attitude was like, okay, Lord, uh, if this is what you want, let's, 
I probably didn't have the best attitude, actually. It was more like, okay, Lord, let's make sure this is not what you want for me. <laughs> and then I can move on with life. Uh, that was kind of my plan, but God had other... Uh, well, and doesn't that seem, though, like maybe a very typical response yeah. for a young man at that point in their lives? I, I would say so, because, I mean... Um, yeah, looking back, I wanted what I wanted, and I thought I had my life figured out, and I had my plan, and I just wish God would get in line with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love and, it. And uh, help yeah. me out. Yeah. How'd that Throw go me a for bone you? Here. Yeah, uh, how, how'd yeah. that go? How'd that go? God can use silence in profound ways. <laughs> wow. And uh, There was some laughter in the background you probably heard, too, from him, right? Oh, uh, not not quite, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, it was... What it really comes down to is like, once you're sold on like, Lord, I want to do your will. I trust yeah. you. And then it's yeah. like, well, I need to humble myself a little and, and follow and, and trust. Really, really let, let go of control and trust that he's leading you. So that's what happened with, excuse me, with the seminary. And within the first year um, of really just going all in and, and really closing the doors to any other kind of vocation, just saying, okay, I'm going to discern this truly. Uh, he made it so attractive to me that... I was just, it was it, the peace in prayer that came from considering if, if I say yes to becoming your priest, the peace that came from that um, was just unspeakable and nothing else could compare with it. And so I was like, Lord, if, if this, if the priesthood is not what you want from me, you better make it darn clear to me because I, I'm sold on this. I, I really do believe this is where you're calling me and I don't want to slide into something I'm not called to. And so I, I just trusted. I trusted the seminary process. We had great priests in the seminary leading us, guiding us as fathers, really spiritual fathers. Uh, Father Christensen was always great support. The diocese was tremendous support. Our diocese is awesome because if a man is discerning priesthood in our diocese, uh, he's going through college seminary, which I did for three years in Winona, Minnesota. Um, basically, I paid for only half of my tuition and uh, a little bit of gas and books. Our our people, our, our parishes that, that that give to the seminarian fund uh, make it so easy for me to say, okay, I don't have to worry about my finances right now. I don't have to worry about anything except, is God calling me to become a priest? Yes or no. And I have that freedom to really make that choice. There's no pressure. Uh, and I'm so grateful for our diocese for that because uh, I could really just go all in. And so by the end of that time there, I was really free and ready to make that next step, say, Lord, I, I'm, I'm following you towards the priesthood. Amen. Amen. So, yeah. And we're with Father Mark Horn of the Diocese of Rapid City, and we are hearing his uh, journey towards the priesthood. And if you've just dialed in, you are on Real Presence Radio. It's our live drive. We are in Spearfish, South Dakota at the Black Hill State University Newman Center, which if you've not been here, today's my first day. What a beautiful facility. The chapel is absolutely gorgeous, and uh, it's a beautiful day. And I'm Todd, and I'm here with Karen, and uh, we are at the uh, live drive, and we are taking phone calls to ask and request financial support, 877-795-0122. That's 877-795-0122. Call and help us today. We truly and sincerely need your assistance. Thank you. Yeah, this has been such a great day. Just, I mean, I've been listening off and on all day, and there have been some great guests and some excellent supporters out there, but it's you're kind of running out of time. And if you've been over the last three days listening in and you're thinking, well, I really I don't know if I can give, now is the time to discern the fact you must give, and you're running out of time, 
So call that number, 877-795-0122. And I wonder if there's someone out there that'd be willing to call in and make a gift in honor of all the work that Father Mark Horn has done for our diocese. Absolutely. You know, and, and young people think we can't afford it when we're young. And I remember I would think, well, that's what my parents do. They contribute. And I remember that day came when a pledge drive for a church on uh, where I lived at the time. And I thought, you know, I have a good job right now, or I had certainly a job that was good at the time. And I said, I could afford to contribute. But what I didn't understand is that first time that I made that call and made that pledge for whatever the amount was, I felt connected in a different mm. way. Yeah. I was, I was just going to say that, you know, when, when I, when I put money down something that money does kind of stand for what, what I value in right. life. And, and when I put it down, it's like, well, I, I'm actually going to put uh, some effort into this, <laughs> this yeah. venture versus yeah. if it were for, for, for free. And in full disclosure, I was thinking, well, I do have to meet some friends at the bar after work, right? <laughs> and so I put this in, oh, yeah, I could still afford it, you know, but that's how my mind was in those days. But when I did, I thought, you know, I, in retrospect, I got a lot more value out of that pledge because of how it connected me than any experience I had in a bar with my <laughs> right. friends after work. Right, so. and you're going to get a lot more good out of the radio station than you're going to at most any drink or bar that, yeah. you know, you <laughs> are in. Oh, oh, here this oh. is this is great. We have another another gift. This is this is going to be fun. This is from my son Blaze. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> so there's so Blaze. He he called in, gave a gift. He told me he was doing this this morning, but I didn't really think he'd do it. Oh. So thank you, Blaze. And he says, "Mom is doing a good job. Thumbs up to father and mom." <laughs> You're what, what am I, chop liver? <laughs> You're chop liver, Todd. You're hanging out to dry now. You know, you're just going to have to come to our house oh, for supper one awesome. of these Blaise, times. thank you so much. That thank is you, amazingly Very generous. generous. That, yeah, and, and keep him in your prayers. He is discerning the priesthood. Amen. Okay, all right. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. That. What if somebody wants to call in for Todd? Because, you know, you have, you know, give a, give a donation in, in uh, honor. I almost said memory. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> you know something I don't, Karen? <laughs> Well, just, you know, drive carefully on the way home. <laughs> in, um, in honor of Todd and all he has done for the diocese. Oh, the number is 877-795-0122. I will do it again. I will do it right. 877-795-0122. You rock, Karen. That's awesome. I, I think you'll be fine. I yes, think you'll be fine. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Woo, I'm relieved. But it is good to be ready. It yeah. is. It is. <laughs> Maybe Father will need to do confession before I leave. Yeah, I'm stop not sure. Stop in the chapel. So. <laughs> make a visit. Do that. <laughs> I thought I was all cleared up from last week, but maybe not. So. Oh, boy. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, I really appreciate everybody listening today and, and joining in, and, and hopefully you're learning about uh, Father Mark Horn and his journey towards the priesthood. And maybe you could talk a little bit. Well, before we oh. do that, we, we have Susan from Spearfish called in and gave a gift in honor of Father Mark. Wow. See, it worked. Look at you, Thank you Susan, Susan. Leading by example. <laughs> yes, Thank you. exactly. That's great. And and there's another one. I mean, they're just coming in left but and right. But there weren't any for me. <laughs> there's still not any for you. I am so sorry. I mean, I, mean, I hope. At my some, funeral bill, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping that at some point, you know, somebody nice. does call in and doesn't make me feel you, like you I'm the biggest rock. heel. You guys rock. And I, I do have to give a shout out to Spearfish. This was my first parish that I... Uh, as ordained oh. that I served in after I was ordained. Ah, so there's nice, always a yeah. special place in my heart for spearfish. Yeah. 
Belfouche and Newell, those three yeah, you know, health clubs here in Worcester. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. And so this Newman Center before this was a Newman before Center. The, yeah, before yeah. the... And Monsignor yeah. Wooster and his development director, Kristen Thompson, mm-hmm. and the two of them and so many people here actually were responsible for the fundraising efforts that built the Newman yes. Center. I remember when they started it, they put a lot of work in, so much so that pretty much I got... Some of the other work. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it goes. Which yeah. I was very grateful for. Oh, so. And we also have Beatrice from Reynolds, North Dakota. Thank you so much for your generous offer, or, or donation, rather. And uh, you're also challenging your fellow parishioners at St. Jude's mm. in Thompson, North Dakota. So, hey, up there in Thompson at St. Jude's. You've uh, just been called out. You have been called <laughs> out, and uh, let's see what we can do. Our goal today is eight thousand uh, dollars as a matched gift, as a total of sixteen thousand for uh, our goal today in this session, and we are going to rely heavily on the folks from Thompson. We only have ten minutes left, so it's time to to make. We need to rock Father's Hour, right? Let's rock to... Father's Hour. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's got a lot of energy. Let's bring in all those phone calls and one for Todd. Would someone please call in in honor? <laughs> I need all the help that I can get, okay, Karen. Good, so thank good. you. So eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Call and you know I think we should hear just a little more about what Father's been up to. So uh, yeah, I guess picking up went through seminary and um, uh, by by the grace of God, I was accepted to ordination uh, 2015 uh, with Father John Paul Trask, who's now up in Eagle Butte, South Dakota. Now um, there's another great priest. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, he's he's a you know a strange fact. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. For, for the Men in Black basketball game, he comes out and he brings his A game. But you know, <laughs> you know what? He was a wrestler in high school. Yeah. He didn't play basketball, but he's going out there like laying his laying the body out like like <laughs> parallel to the floor. I mean, he's he's, pra- he's playing it like it's football, yeah. but uh, <laughs> so anyways, that's that's another. Uh, Caution to our St. Thomas More fellas to prepare themselves this <laughs> Great. year. Anyways, uh, right. Um, my first parish's assignment was uh, here in uh, Spearfish, Belfouche, Newell. Oh, I loved it. It was such uh, a great assignment. Constantly running, very busy, um, but a lot of great people out here. And um, one of my uh, experiences that I, I, I love so much is that you're in so many people's lives and in, in so many different areas of their lives. Uh, one day, and within one day, you might be celebrating a baptism and right. also a funeral and possibly getting someone ready for marriage prep and counseling. Oh, it's beautiful. And I remember uh, going through seminary, you know, when they're preparing us for the sacraments, they said to us, you know, when we're getting ready for the anointing of the sick, uh, normally you're not going to be in the room when someone dies. Like you're not going to actually be, you'll be there beforehand, you'll anoint them, you'll be there afterhand, you'll pray with the family and, and, and try to console them, but you're never going to be there as they're leaving this world. Within that first year here, twice, I was with someone, coaching them through the last moments mm, of life, uh, going through, and it's like, that is so powerful, you mm. know, and um, so uh, within that first year, I mean, just, if, if you can talk about a honeymoon of being a priest, I guess, <laughs> like, yeah. like, uh, that was a, an awesome year, so. Wonderful, yeah, that, that amazing stories, and with Father John Paul, we're so blessed to have both of you yeah. in our diocese. That was a good class, the class of 2015, wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, within two years, we had five priests. We, wow. The year yeah. before was Father Hofer, Father Dylan, Father Gerlach, and then next year, myself and Father Trask. Yes. 
And then just that last year we had Father uh, Zane Peckron yeah. ordained. As we have in our diocese, we put uh, the, uh, posters in each of the parishes that will show the seminarians. And my favorite service position in, in, in my parish is greeting. I love to greet. Mm. And so as in between people being there, I'll look over and I always just like to study the faces of the seminarians. And I like to say a little prayer for each of them. Please and, do. And it connected me in a different way with each of you as you come through. Mm. And, and so even before the first time we met, I felt as if I actually knew you for a long time because through all the years your picture was on the poster, Yeah, I watched you come into, uh, into our you. diocese in that way so yeah thank you it's uh, it's an amazing gift that you've given to the diocese of yourself well we have about five minutes left five in this minutes. hour it's gone so fast Holy cow. we don't it even get to fast. say everything we want to say so <laughs> but you can call in and say you know who you want to give in honor or in memory of especially if it's in honor of todd <laughs> <laughs> so call in at yeah. 877-795-0122 or give online at yourcatholicradiostation.com. Oh, that's right. I forgot about online. Yep. We haven't even talked about that. And we have some gifts. Do you want to... We, sur we sure do. Uh, Father Keith from Dickinson, uh, thank you. Uh, you yeah, have, uh, for John and Barbara, would like to offer this gift in, in their loving memory. Mm -hmm. um, Father Keith, he has a He is doing it in honor of all the faithful parishioners of St. Joseph Parish in Dickinson. All right. Oh, wow. We have another challenge with five minutes to go. We're going to surpass our goal today, aren't we, Karen? I, well, you can, one can only hope. And then John and Barbara from Fargo, thank you so much for your gift. And uh, it is uh, as beautiful that everything's coming in here towards the end is so that we can surpass the goal from Karen's boss from last hour. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Been rubbing into his nose, you know, in the morning and <laughs> at the sales meeting, right? You, you totally know I will, too. <laughs> he's, he's probably listening and laughing, going, yep, yep, Karen's just bold enough to rub that one in my face. <laughs> so, oh. Well, fantastic. Um, and let's see, we are uh, we are available at uh, the phone call and or online. You can call 877-795-0122. We are talking with Father Mark Horn. We are at the Black Hill State University Newman Center in Spearfish, South Dakota, on the, uh, the campus of the Black Hill State University. On our live drive, Real Presence Radio, I'm with Karen, I'm Todd, and Father Mark Horn. You know, I just have to say, when I first started working for Real Presence Radio back in um, winter, back at the beginning of the year, Father Mark was the first priest in the diocese who was just like, what do you want? What do you need? I'll help you out. You, you, you want to put marquee signs up? Sure. I'll take two of them. One for each parish. And I'm still waiting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I almost brought them. I almost brought them today. They're, they're gathering Because dust. I've seen the, the effect, like, like I said, I've seen the effect of, of this uh, of this evangelization uh, in our diocese already. And it's so, yeah. it's so needed. So it is. Needed. It is. So, well, thank you so much for your support. And, Absolutely. And eventually. And you can count on it, too. Well, great. See, that's the kind of enthusiasm that we need our sponsors and our donors to do. Here, 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 here. Absolutely. So, do you do you have any? You know, is there anything else that maybe God has put on your heart that you want to share with these listeners, either about the Catholic radio station or about your vocation of the priesthood or anything? Our faith in general. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, I would like to, I mean, so this, the gospel reading coming up this, this weekend is uh, really on stewardship and, you know, the, the dishonest steward and, and uh, it's been really a challenge to kind of wrap my mind around that again for preaching it. But I would encourage everyone uh, to be real generous stewards, uh, recognizing that everything we have and are 
is a gift from God. It's not something I ha- yes, we work hard, we're diligent, we're we're responsible with the gifts we're given us, but if I'm thankful, I use it in the way that the creator gave it gave it to me to be used for uh for the goal. Uh, and really the goal for all of us is salvation. Uh so in whatever way that we use our resources, our gifts, our blessings are given to us, we always need to really look beyond just the horizon towards the transcendent how is this leading me and as many others as possible closer to heaven? Um, there's not one answer to that question, but we need to be a- asking it very bluntly and honestly to our, our, ourselves and our families and, and our lives and our work. Uh, what am I giving, what God has already given me, what, what, am, I, what am I using that for? Nice. Yeah. Yes. I think, it, and God can't be outdone. In generosity, that's nope. always right. He can't, and you give a little and he gives back so much more in ways that you may not know till you wake it to heaven and i'm not here to know is my my philosophy is i'm not here to know what god has given me and returned for what i've given to others or back you know especially as a wife and a mother it seems like all i do is give 24 mm-hmm. yeah. 7. <laughs> no kidding when, right? are gonna, when am i going to get a lot i have the greatest <laughs> respect for mothers you guys have the hardest job. <laughs> but, but at the same time i think well if i don't see yeah. you know the other side of it you know the god won't be outdone in his generosity to me. If I don't see that till I get to heaven, I trust that that it's there and I trust that he's taking care of me and mm. everything and, and I tell you when I am generous with when you know when I'm generous with my time, others are generous back to me. Mm. When I when I take time and generosity with my, my cash, you know, yeah. for some reason all of a sudden things happen that I'm like, Whoa, wait a minute, that's amazing. Yeah. And so, listen, Jesus actually issues a challenge in, in the gospel this, this weekend. Oh and if you understand it, it's like, look, the children of this world, they are way more prudent in dealing with oftentimes sinful things than we are when we have grace at our disposal. Uh, so, are we wasting it or not? Amen. Yeah, that's Amen. great words of wisdom to end our hours. So, yeah. Well, we have just a couple minutes left. So, give us a call. Don't hesitate. 877-795-0122 and make a pledge make a difference give us the opportunity to thank you on the air or if you prefer in an anonymous fashion we are happy to accommodate that as well and thank you ahead of time for your gift mm. because it helps yeah. us continue this amazing ministry throughout all of the dioceses that real presence radio supports yeah. and is heard in yeah, exactly. And, you know, I love those anonymous gifts. I mean, one, because I can pronounce it. <laughs> I mean, some of you people out there with last names, I just, I was never good in phonics. I still, and I'm a homes, I homeschool my children. Oh, gosh, Lord, save my children. But What's really hard is the version of anonymous of anonymity. Oh my god. That one is that Who one. Who put yeah. this the emphasis on that syllable? Yeah. I had to go to school to learn how to, to pronounce that. And I have a certificate and everything. <laughs> Uh, well, Father, it has been an absolute blessing to have you on with us. Thank you for Amen. making that long trek from Hill City to Spearfish. It was not in, it wasn't a short drive no. by any means from Hill City. No, but so. a beautiful drive. A beautiful yes, one. but yeah. a beautiful right. one. So, so again, you have time to call in and give a gift in in honor of of Todd. Yay! And in honor of Father <laughs> I'll, I'll Mark. I'll pray for you. <laughs> and we um, the 
Volunteers are still taking your phone calls at 877-795-0122. Call while we go to break, and then we can, you know, catch up and read your name on there after after the Absolutely. break. And it'll be great just to get recognized. And yep. Thank you, Father. Our prayers are with you. And Thanks. for all of those who have pledged and donated, our prayers are with you and your families as well. God bless you all. Right. Thanks, Father. Day. Thank you, Father, so much.